Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, my good people? It's your boy, Tuton Reyes, in the building, co-host of the Behind the Mask podcast. This week, we have Tennessee Titans outstanding outside linebacker Bud Dupree joining the show. Remember, share, subscribe, and follow us on social media at the BTM Podcast. Don't forget to click the bell for notifications so you know when we have new guests on the show. And remember, on the Behind the Mask podcast, there's only one rule. There are no rules. Let's get it. Let's go behind the mask. Coming to the stage is our first sponsor. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming, and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest, as BetOnline is the spot to be for all of your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all of the news, scores, odds, all of that good stuff. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to another dope episode. Yep, haven't even shot it yet, but that's how I feel because I know what's about to happen of the Behind the Mask podcast. I am your host, Takeo Spikes. Joined alongside, virtually, let me go pull in my player partner. Two, where you at, homie? What's good? It's your favorite plus-size model, Tucson Reyes, in the building. Spikes, what's good, my G? Man, everything is good right now. You know, it's this time of the year, season three. We got another episode dropping. And what makes this one so good during this time of the year it's free agent frenzy. Oh, yeah. And so we had to go and pull up one of our partners, man. Like, the whole goal of the game before you leave and get out is to get the bag and to make sure you're competing for a championship ring. And I think we got one of our dogs on today who I think he'll be able to get it to. What you think? Hey, most definitely, man. Stellar player. I don't know if I could have blocked him during my day. But ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Bud Dupree. Appreciate y'all for having me on. Oh, man, all good, Bud. Man, how you doing, bro? I see you out there in that good sunshine. I know you're getting that rehab going on. How you doing, my boy? More definitely. I'm good, I'm good. I had Arizona, the good weather. Try to escape from the cold for a little while. Oh, I feel you, man. And, um... You um, obviously you started your career off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I remember coming into that division playing with the Cincinnati Bengals, and I remember they used to play this song, and it was Renegade. And I was like, you know, you hear the intro, and I'm like, I like this shit right here. What's going on? So, bro, like, talk about what it was like hearing that song, the mentality. I hear you talk about it all the time. And um, just the, the history, the tradition of what it means to be that Pittsburgh Steelers, or what it used to mean to be that Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Yeah, first of all, we're going to say it used to mean, but you know how it always is, man. Once a stiller, always a stiller. Uh, they do a great job of bringing people back who played there. And uh, you know, uh, Renegade man is a is a is a song not only for the not only for the team but for the city. It's a song that really means a lot to the people in that city, and uh, it hypes them up at games. You know, it uh, it's a sign of the it's a sign of uh, of, of that you want to that you want to cause harm to another person while you're in the stadium. And uh, it's and you, when you know you hear that song, man, it's it's crunch time and it's go time. It's the last scratch, man. So they usually play it in the fourth quarter, right when times. Or time, right when things are starting to turn that corner, and you need to seal the deal. So it's a great way to bring the fans together and just bring the city out. You spent the first five years of your career there. You know, did your thing on the field. Everybody knows what Bud Dupree is made of. And uh, recently, you had a, an emotional kind of tribute to the Steelers fans, to Coach Tomlin, to your former teammates. Um, were there any lessons or things that you learned in Pittsburgh that you're going to bring with you now when you're going on to the Tennessee Titans? Yeah, man, just how to uh, overcome adversity, you know, uh, in, a, in, in on, a, on a major platform. You know, we went through a lot of different things while my time up there, and uh, we still find a way to get over the hump uh, with injuries, uh, with losing players, with, uh, you know, with, with coaches, you know, um, coaches' death. But we had a lot of stuff going on up there during my time, and, uh, you know, we all had this camaraderie to bond together and just overcome adversity as a unit. Bro, you look at from the day that you came in and now all the way coming up into this past season, 2020. And when you look at it, bro, it was so much uncertainty. And you started off and you were starting to have a career year with your numbers. Played 11 games. You guys were 11 and 0. Everybody thought that you was going to, as a team-wise, meet the Miami Dolphins as being the only under – defeated team you sustained a knee injury tore your acl y'all you guys went one and four looking at that now you didn't finish the season going through rehab and you talked about a lot of people doubted you even from a young jit when you was coming up i think about you coming going to kentucky and i was like who in the hell is this dude wrecking havoc and one of my homeboys say, hey, that's the same dude down South Georgia, boy, straight out of GA. He out there wrecking shop. So going through so much adversity, but when you look at it now, you're going through your rehab. What has your mentality been like now, understanding and knowing? Yeah, if you signed and went with the Titans, got the 82 million. So what's that mentality like now, obviously, that you're going through the rehab? Man, my my mentality now is is always more, so that's how I'm always looking at this taking upon, you know, myself. And uh, you know, ever since I was young, like you said, I was ever since I was young, people never really thought I was gonna be at the next level. People never really gonna be, they never thought it could happen. Like it just stuff just didn't add up. And once I uh, set goals in myself, like my first goal I set uh, coming up was to go D1. Once I started getting my first D1 offers, I had to set a new goal. Then I set a new goal to now I'm trying to be all SEC in the SEC conference. Then I set a new goal. Now I need to go to the league. I need to go for a round. So I always try to set goals to myself uh, to push myself, even if I'm not even publicly with it. I always, in myself, to myself, I know what's, what I'm trying to do and where I'm trying to get in life. Then I keep trying to build upon that in between, in, in, in between those phases. 
And then uh, so just getting an injury like this, a devastating uh, ACL injury, man, which I know I was going to have my best year coming into free agency, which was the main, which is the main reason we all play football is to to be able to get to that next contract to set your family up for life. Facts. And uh, seeing and uh and uh seeing what well, be when as soon as the play happened, I knew that I had tore my ACL. I I never I just never felt any type of injury or uh, 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 or movement in my knee like that. And then when I stood up and I really couldn't walk on it like I like I uh, know I always did, I knew I had tore it. So then a lot of stuff started flashing before my eyes. Like, will I even get picked up a free agent because of an ACL? Will people think I'm not gonna be able to come back? Uh, but we were ten to know my teammates. My teammates. Uh, I'm finna let them down. I'm not going to be able to go to the Pro Bowl. I'm not going to be able to go to the, the Super Bowl. A lot of stuff that happened that I already had set goals for at the beginning of the year was cut short. Like, I wanted to get 15 sacks. I, I want, I want, I wanted to get 15 sacks. I couldn't do that. That was cut short. So a lot of personal goals and also, like, unit goals was, was, was cut short at, at that particular moment. And, man, it took me, like, a day or two. And I really just shot back and said, "Man, people, it, it, it's still going on worse in the world that 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 people are going through. ACL injuries are, are, are easier to come back from now, you know, with the, the medicine that we have and the rehab that we have." And I said, "Man, if I got to spend a million dollars on rehab to get back to where I want to be, I'll do it just to make yes, sure I'm proving the point when I come back. When I come back, then I'm gonna be, be uh, faster and, big and, and uh, better than I was before I got hurt." It ain't gonna be no slack. Then people think because you get paid, you gonna calm down. That ain't gonna do that because I, I ain't, I'm not only looking out for me. I'm looking out for my family. I got a whole family to feed, not just me. Like my goal was to be able to set myself up to to go back and to and to set my family up for to, for them to be successful. Not just giving them money, but to put them in opportunities and situations that they can create generational wealth for their for for their family, which is also my family too. You have those injuries. You know they're, they're part of the game, but you kind of rely on your support system, you know, your family, and you got a wife and kids, but you're always rehabbing in Arizona. So how do you find that motivation to keep going day in and day out when you don't have that support system that's right around you to go through this rehab to get better from such a devastating injury, man? Yeah, so my main thing is I feel uh, uh, with separation comes elevation. And at this point in my life, uh, coming off of, coming off a contract, going into a new team, coming from my – I'll come out free agency going into a new team. I need to be as focused as I can and focus on my rehab as a whole. Like, and I feel like I'm always in Georgia all the time. I feel like I I had got to look. I ain't want to get too comfortable down there while I'm going through this type of injury because this is a real important injury and make sure I'm focusing on my rehab. So I said I would go to AZ to get away from everybody to uh, really focus. You know, to talk to my family every day on the phone. You no, know, I go home every two weeks to make sure I see them every two weeks. But I want to be at a facility and uh, a situation where I'm, I'm with other guys who are going through the same type of problems, ACL injuries, and coming back. So I always can keep progress on myself and, uh, comparing it against them. And then just having everything up under one roof where I don't got to go looking for, uh, like looking for extra things that I need for my rehab. It's all in one spot. So it, it makes my day that much easier. And I can stay in there as long as I want to and just dedicate that time in my mind to, to my knee. You talked about creating that mindset to where, you know what, everything else really don't matter. And because it don't matter, you know you're always going to have the naysayers. 
you was fortunate enough to still be able with your body of work in a short period of time, you went out and got the bag. And 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 Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, the head coach for the Titans, he wasn't worried about whether or not if you're going to come back 100%. And I know that meant the world to you, but you still got people who put in the pen to paper still writing, well, we don't even know if he'll be ready for training camp. My question to you is, what is the verbiage that you want to let everybody know that Bud Dupree will be back? Oh yeah, like I said, I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna be back better. Uh, I don't. I'm fine. Time. I'm fine tuning details. I'm working on small muscles now. My body, my body already looking better than it was uh, before I got my injury. So you ready to so take man, your shirt you know, off and everything now, huh? I'm ready to take my shirt off and now I'll come into the summertime. So, <laughs> you know, I got I to work on my, I got to work on my neck. I got to work on my neck and get a little more. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but other than that, man, I feel I'm I'm, I'm feeling the top flight. And uh, as soon as I'm cleared to run out of the way, man, and that'll be May. I'm gonna be uh, full speed on the field, uh, ready to go, taking my training to a whole nother level because I feel like right now my main concern is I don't like for people to outwork me. That's what I don't like to do. And that's and how all athletes are. We all feel the same way. We don't want the next person who's trying to outwork us. So that's my main thing in my mind right now. Like, wow, I'm doing rehab. I'm trying to rehab super hard, doing as much rehab as I can to compensate for those other guys on the field doing, doing passwords moves already. They already running sprints. So, you know, they, you know, they trying to get ready. They're getting ready for, uh, for some account. So, that's that's why I take my rehab very seriously and try to take it to that next that next level. So I'm trying to compensate for that time being missed. But then as soon as I'm back, I'm taking it to warp speed. We're gonna work hard. We're gonna work smart. You know, and we're gonna just get back to uh, how we were and better than that. Man, you know what? The, the, the funny thing being on the other side of the game, like to key on myself, people always ask us, "What do we miss about the game?" Right. So a few things. Obviously, the locker room. You still got that going. Um, Securing the bag, that payday, you still got that going. Hey, you don't never yeah. miss that on Tuesday. Never, <laughs> man. But then, uh, you know, chasing that championship, that's another thing, chasing that championship. And you are on record saying wherever you go, you want to go to a winning team. So yep. what is it about the Tennessee Titans, aside from just that record, uh, what in the fiber of that team lets you know that you made the right decision in picking them as a winning team that you're going to? Because, man, I, I just look at it like uh, we playing them. They always right there on the door knocking. They knock on the door every year. They knocking on the door trying to trying to make it to the championship every year for the like last three four years. They've been knocking on the door, knocking on the door, and I know they need a small tune pieces. And I feel like I can be one of those pieces that comes in and help them out tremendously right away. And also, they got Derrick Henry on offense, man. People do not want to tackle no more in the NFL. <laughs> And I'm telling you, and I know this for, and I know this for a fact. People do not want to tackle them on the NFL, man. Now that I'm on his side of the, I'm on his team, and I can bring that same mentality I had in Pittsburgh to our defense in uh, Tennessee. Man, they already been doing good without me. If I come in and, and I'm helping them get 20 percent, 25 percent better, and now we can pull up and it's 100, and now we got 100 percent, man. I feel like we can be special, and uh. Like we keep that tough mentality that like they have, they keep that grind power mentality on the on the offensive side of the ball. Then when things open, Derrick Henry makes the field. Everybody in the box, they they throw the play action passes. You know they they spray the people out because they still thinking Derrick Henry gonna run the ball. And they still tight in the box and they throw the box, they throw the out routes. 
and, and you know, uh, AJ Brown taking the sixty yards to the crib off a slant. Man, it's 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 a, it's a lovely situation, man. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm just uh, excited they took a chance with me and uh and, and ready to be a part of that and ready to be a part of that rolling train. You want to be on the other side of that stiff arm, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. We're good to be on the side of now, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, dog, I want to ask you. Like when you see Derrick Henry be throwing that stiff arm out there, in particular, I think about Josh Norman. Josh Norman. <laughs> like, bro, no. like, like, what, what was the verbiage like inside of the locker room when y'all saw that on that night, or coming back in the next day, bro? No, we seen it. You know how we do it. We watch it on. We watch it on Monday. Uh, after the game, we prepare for the new team. A little, a little pre-trial, who they is. But everybody yeah. really get to see it on Wednesday when you're doing the install for the week. So, we the first play Coach Tom to put on the board is Derrick Henry throwing this man to the No, he didn't, man. He didn't do that. Every time he's showing plays of guys of him, of uh, Derrick Henry uh, running to guy, people really open. You know how they open the door? They really opening the door, sitting in the chair trying to tackle the man's leg. Like, man, man, grown men in the NFL <laughs> who do not want to hit people. I'm telling you, grown men still running around and – with millions of dollars who don't want to tackle, don't want to put their face on nobody. But let me tell you, well, they ain't my teammates no more. But when we, when I was on the team with them, man, we ain't, we weren't playing none of that. We ain't really care what it was. We ain't finna go out like we saw. That's our number one thing. We do not want to be looking like we saw from that field. You do not want to look like that. So that's what we trying to make sure we did. And uh, that's the mentality I got all the time. Like, and even with the Titans, the, the people on their defense. Man, they got great players already. It's already great people on their team. Man, we come in with a different mentality, man. It's they, it's, it's over. They got to take it to the next level. It's a fun group of guys. Like I said, they already winning games. So that's why I, I just feel like that team is is good for me. Bro, you talked about that lead dog approach. And what one thing a lot of people don't know about you, a lot of people know you love dogs, but – you you have a deep infatuation with pit bulls, in particular with the bully breed. So with this lead dog mentality, man, you say you want to make sure you bring that 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 vibe to the Tennessee Titans defense. What does that lead dog approach? What does it look like when we turn on that tape, bro? Man, you know a, a lead dog approach, man. It just it's just always getting everybody on the same page. That's how I feel like being a lead dog, man. You gotta make sure everybody is a lead dog. Everybody on the same page. Like uh, when we was on, uh, like you got when you get older guys on the team, like the OGs, the real OGs who've been around for a while. That's how you kind of get the experience what it is to be an actual leader, and in the front runner of, of of your defense. Like we had guys when I came in, like Will Gay, James Harrison, uh, uh, Steve McClendon was on the team. You know Lawrence Timmons, uh, uh, Ike Taylor. Uh, you know those hey, type Pete. those. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, Joy Porter was our coach. Coach. Yeah, he was your coach, yeah. but this OG so, in the game. So yeah, so those type of people around you already, man. They are they they show you how it's done. You like, dang you. It's not about what I say all the time. It's not about it's, it's not about what I say, what kind of speech I make. Like, if you can say three words and everybody on the team respect you, they're going to go out and, and, and play their hardest because of all three words you said. As long as you say that, you got to say the right things. Say the right things. 
And also, you got to be out there playing with your hair on fire. Like, you got to follow. They want to follow you. They want to see you make a play so that everybody can get behind you and make a play too. And you get everybody to, and you get everybody on the team to to want to be dogs and want to be killers. Man, that's when you the lead dog. When everybody want to be a killer because you want everybody to be a killer. But you got that. You got your kennel too, right? Talk about your kennel with your breeding pit bulls. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, man, I got so I got a dog. Can I've been having having dogs since I was four years old. Man, I always had a dog. I always had a pit bull since I was four years old. Uh, man, it's the, the the fun thing about those dogs for me is it's the the energy with it. And I'm a country boy too, so I go hunting a little bit, take the dogs hunting with me sometimes, and uh, it's just a fun. It's just it's just fun to do. Like, yeah, my family always loved dogs. My kids love dogs. Like, uh, the type the type of breed that I have is American Bully anyway. Right now, you can have them around kids. Like, my son was six months when I first put him around the dog. My son was six months. I'm telling you, me and my dog play. We and one of my dogs play super rough. As soon as they get around those kids, man, they act like a totally different dog. They put their head down. They act scared. They act nervous. They don't want to touch them too rough. But when I play with them, they want to act rough, jump all on my chest. So it's just they just super smart, and they automatically know, like, they all men got switches. I'm like, all right, I got to play with this. I got to play with him, this baby, a certain way. I got to play with my, like, my daddy a certain way. And I just got to play with uh, – uh, with, with my girl a certain way. They know the different vibes of different people that comes around. And that, that's what I like about the most. And then another thing, too, they never come out the same color. So you never know what type of you never know what type of uh, uh, puppy you're going to have. Wow. No matter what the cameras are like, you never know. Yeah. Different patches is never going to have the same markings. None of that. It's always going to be something about them different. I'm different. So is it any other but, dogs other than pit bulls or just all pit bulls? Yeah, just all pit bulls. That's all I got. American bullies. I got a uh, I got a baby pit bull, but well, my daughter really does. It's actually a <laughs> it's actually a Yorkie, and her name is Princess. But that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> so you too big. But, but she barked bark 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 loud though. Yeah, she barked loud. She barked loud. I gotta you know gotta put her outside when we doing the bro- uh, the broadcast. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> hey, bro. So you plan for you know. You know, we talked about Pittsburgh, but really the highlight and the emphasis is when you look at it is really Tennessee. And you look at the new defensive coordinator, Shane Bowen, uh, Mike Vrabel. Uh, I played against Mike several years, went to the Pro Bowl together, chopped it up. And when you look at the mentality and just playing in a different city, it's a different scheme. They run a 3-4. Pittsburgh runs a 3-4 as well. Have you had an opportunity to really look at it and see, okay, is this really going to change my responsibility? Or do they do a lot of some of the same similar things that you did in Pittsburgh? Yeah, it's a lot of similar things that we did. We already kind of talked about the playbook. But, uh, you know, I'll be, uh, be, I'll be more versatile in their defense, of course. I'll be able to play both left and right. That's something. That's something I feel like I can uh, benefit off of just being able to be on my good side, which is I feel like I like going to some left tackle is my number one side. But uh, I also like to go to the other side as well against the right tackle, and being able to have that and being able to have that um, that freedom will be will uh, I think will benefit me in the long run. And you're talking about defensive players uh, flying around with their hair on fire, right? And I think uh, the Tennessee Titans now and. 
one person that we had on the Behind the Mask podcast, we had Javon Curse on it, the freak. You know what I mean? So when you think of all the greats that have come through the NFL, that, that flew around with their hair on fire, give us your top five pass rushers of all time. I'm going to name – so what I'm going to do is for my top five pass rushers of all time, I'm going to name guys who I only seen film on because obviously I didn't really see the older guys play, but I watched a lot of their film. And I'm going to name some guys from the from from now who I've actually seen play, like from college and from uh, playing the NFL. Uh, number one, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Judah, I'm gonna go. Uh, Jane. I'm gonna go. John Randall. Uh huh. I'm gonna go. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Uh, I'm gonna go. A big boy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Nose. I'm gonna go. Sap. Sure. Okay. For sure. Two yeah. Hall of Famers. Uh huh. I'm gonna go. Uh. I'm gonna go Julia Peppers. Okay. Another soon to be Hall of Fame. No, for sure. And I'm gonna go. Then I'm gonna go to the new. I'm gonna get two. I'm just gonna get two for my era. I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna get JJ. Mm. Then I'm gonna get Chandler. Sure. Sure. Chandler. Chandler Jones. His name always comes up, but. I mean, we, we feel like he's underrated. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. I don't know why, but everybody that – literally everybody that we've had on on the defensive side of the ball when we talk about pass rushes, they always say Chandler Jones. Yeah, definitely. And then you got other guys who of my generation too, like Aaron Donald, but they too close to me. Like, we like him saying like, – I feel like Chandler been a little older. Vaughn, you can't – so with those type of dudes, man, they going to be – when we got a lead, then people going to be able to say it. They're gonna be in the same category. But like, I feel like JJ is on the end of that on the end of that spectrum right before and channel like on the same vibe, like right before the greats now, which is Vaughn, Aaron Donald, you know, uh those older guys of that nation. And then you got the other tier of people. You got uh uh, uh I'm trying to think of that middle. Then you got uh Inside or outside. So I I like to pick. I, I pick inside guys a lot of times because it's so hard to get sacks from a from a three technique. And if you get a lot of sacks from a three technique, I feel like you kind of like me personally. I feel like that's it. That's more than that counts more than the outside guy. Because hmm. outside guys are one on one. So yeah, because on the outside, like we expected to get double digits. That's what we expect. If you're a three technique and you get double digits consistently, yeah. that's like dang, like. Like, you, you winning so with double teams all the time? Yeah, so it's more of the expectation is what you're just saying. Like, on the outside, yeah, people expect for you to have double digits, right? Yeah, so you get – so when you get double digits, you, that's, you balling. Like, you getting double digits, you balling. So, but a three technique can have eight sacks two years in a row. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's elite. But, like, an outside guy can have seven to six sacks a year, and they're like, okay, mediocre. That's just how they look at us. Yeah. So we got to get 10 plus to be in the top category. To be to be in the elite level. and To be in the elite level. Yeah, no, no, I feel you. And and, and I even heard somebody ask you, like, well, what are you thinking about you're going to do this year? And you was like, I'm not going to put a, li- a limit or a number on my success. The reason why, because I just want to make the plays I supposed to make. And if yeah. you do that, you say, if you do that, I'll be totally fine. So – 
you know, I'm going to add a little hot sauce on to it. You know the Titan Nation right there in Nashville, one of the craziest stadiums I've ever played in. But you know they want to know what should they expect out of Bud Dupree when he put that Titans uniform on. You know, we gave him a little snippet. We told so, him we don't see the American yeah. but, but what's happening, man? What what's, what they going to ex- expect to see? Man, they're going to see a whole new revamp Bud Dupree. It's going to be a put-together Bud Dupree run and pass. I'm, pl- I'm coming to play the run. I'm coming to play the pass. Get out the passer. Tackle the running back. Make splash plays. Like, I believe in getting the ball back to the offense as soon as quick as we can, man. And, and, and the number one thing, man, tough and having fun. I'm going to be on the field playing my hardest, playing, but also having the, having the fun, you know, playing the toughest I can. You know, uh, sacks is the number one thing, man. We want to get sacks. And uh, as an outside backer, man, that's what we that's what we got to do. So we got to come in and make some splash plays for the offense and, you know, get the ball rolling. And I'm excited. I'm ready to go down there and make something happen. I'm really ready. I'm really ready to go to training camp. I ain't going to lie. Just to be able, just to get back to it, man, and uh, with a new team, with a new team, man, and get everybody together, man, that's that's fun for me. It'll be fun. I'm ready to learn from the, the organization, the group, and I'll just be down there, man, and and uh, take and take this team to another level, man. Because right now, like I said, they knocking on the door every year, man. They've been doing a great job this whole time, and man, I'm excited to get on this train, and, uh, get the ball rolling, and bring what I offer to the team, and uh, help as much as I can. You know, you know what I respect, bro. You said you're ready for training camp. We dreaded going no, back so to training camp. We just wanted to get straight to week one. You said you're ready for training camp, so I know for a fact the Titans got something special in you, bro. So we wishing you the best so, this season and for the future, for sure. Man, appreciate hey, that. Hey, hey, bro. You, you, you know I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this because. We all aspire to get that bag, and then we be like, you know what? What's the first thing you gonna do when you really get the bag? <laughs> so, what trips have you taken? What you got coming up, man? What What's one thing that you're gonna get that you say, you know what? Now I got it. I'm about to go and cop that joint. Man, you know what? Uh, I was fortunate enough to, to, to be first round, get the franchise tag at a 50 option. So I got a lot of pretty much a lot of stuff that I already wanted. I kind of already got it, but my goal was to open businesses up. Like on my second contract, I wanted to have an investment account where I get my money and all the ideas that I had from my heart, from like my entrepreneurship heart that makes sense and a smart investment. I wanted to do that. So like now, I'm getting into doing that and. I, I want to start. I want to fly private a lot. Like I like to fly. I like. I think that's some boss shit. My bad. I think that's like boss to get on the PJ and just go somewhere like on a quick trip. I feel like that's fun. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what Spice do. We go on vacation. I'm like, all right, Spice, which flight you on? I'm on uh, Delta. This, this, that. Spice, like, yeah, I'll meet you there. He fly private, so yo, you got it. <laughs> you, yeah, you're doing the right thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> No, bro, oh, man. Hey, man. Hey, we appreciate the time, man. Wishing you a lot of luck, much success. Sure. And to be honest with you, somebody always told me, like, luck is when preparation meets the opportunity. You're preparing at AZ yep. right now. The opportunity will be coming up soon in training camp, my dog. So we'll reach back out to you, check in with you, folks. All right, man. Thank you all for having me, man. Appreciate that. Right on. 
Yo, I gotta take a moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Yup, as the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the freshest pair of shoes you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and a unique hot selection. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.